Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. Koko, Koko, Kongko, Nihau bro. Gue Justin dan gue Brian. So tiap minggu, hopefully, karena kita menjanjikan yang tidak pasti, kita mau ngobrolin various topics yang we believe bisa relevan untuk young adults and professionals. Yes, dan kita juga mau share current events global, universal, dan sometimes kontroversial. Without further ado, let's choose, bro. Hello bros. Hello bros, apa kabar? Baik. Baik. Udah lama, udah lama nggak continue this series. Iya. Lagi sibuk 2021. Dan hidup kita begini-begini saja, hore. <laughs> Tetap aja di dalam pandemi. Gue kira tahun ini udah udah bisa bebas travel, bro. Oke, okay, but sadly not yet. Masih stuck aja di rumah. But you gonna travel soon? You gonna travel soon, ya? Yeah? Yes, I hope. I hope. Yes. Ya, yeah, yeah. beli tiket sih. Wow. Tapi ya, gua udah mau gua udah mau kabur. Iya, yeah, yeah. Kita taruh ini buat uh, perbincangan berikutnya. Next time. Yo, yo. Dan ya, hari ini ada kita digabungin sama Koko Andika juga nih. Iya. Yeah. Dia pernah join kita ngomongin Apple produk dan sekarang dia join lagi untuk ngomongin Apple produk lagi <laughs> di tahun kedua ya loh wow wow halo guys nice to meet yeah. you all this is our okay. resident uh, Apple expert lah Apple expert yoi dan sekarang dia juga oh kerjaan dia juga lately related sama Apple programming language so kayaknya dia orang paling cocok untuk advice kita what's happening gitu loh untuk produk-produk tech seperti ini. Iya, kita selalu lah kita pengen aping adding every year for Apple WWDC selalu exciting gitu. Kita selalu learn new products yang and and especially new direction lah Apple-nya mau ke arah mana. Iya, iya, karena the future. Karena semuanya enggak enggak begitu. Ya Apple oh, put everything quite subtly tapi dia juga try to gain Uh, most of the market shares gitu, so that's hmm, the, the pelan, most. Pelan. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Okay. Yes. Without further so, ado, let's do it. Kita mulai dari mana? Gimana, Dik? Yang dari kemarin yang paling paling interesting buat lu adalah apa? Uh, yang paling interesting buat gua um, is how Apple adjust to post pandemic life. And kayak banyak banget kayak mereka kayaknya uh, tweak the direction of the development to support um, people's new lifestyle. Okay, hmm. okay. Waduh, okay. Let's let's dive deep then. Yeah, okay. Itu artinya post pandemic life tuh jadi kita gimana tuh maksudnya lo post pandemic life? Artinya kita gara-gara selalu working from home ya? Ya, yeah, working from home. Udah tuh you don't really Uh, you try to minimize going outside, and then yeah, all the meeting are virtual. Okay, dan okay, it, itu jadi uh, di announce juga FaceTime bisa uh, open ke non iOS devices. So you, if you are using Samsung or any other kinds of smartphones, lu masih bisa join FaceTime meetings, gitu kan? Hmm. 
yeah, yeah. I think I think FaceTime is uh, really useful now now they open meeting links jadi kita bisa nge-share link udah tuh kita bisa nge-schedule meeting in advance yeah. jadi lebih profesional gitu loh kayak kan biasanya kalau FaceTime kan spontan kayak eh telepon Brian misalnya yeah. tapi sekarang hmm. kita bisa kayak oke okay, kita arrange hari Sabtu misalnya jam 3 Ini linknya, oh. itu semua orang tuh bisa join jadinya lebih. Oh jadi kita bisa meet, schedule meeting pakai FaceTime sekarang dong? Ya? Bisa bisa, udah tuh kita bisa punya banyak link misalnya meeting jam 3 kita bikin ini, udah tuh kalau punya nari grup ya bikin link baru. Oh man, oke. Okay. Jadi mirip Google Meet sama Google Calendar gitu. Google Meet, Microsoft Teams meetings, Webex lah segala macam. Webex, Zoom. Apakah so, Zoom yeah. akan tergantikan? Um, tergantung ya karena Apple itu hmm. kan gratis kalau misalnya udah punya Apple produk kalau Zoom kan harus bayar kalau nggak bayar maksimum 45 menit iya yeah. but I guess wow. kayaknya Zoom masih punya market share di meetings yang uh, like uh, like conference gitu yang I think more than hundred hmm. uh, people kayaknya Zoom Zoom will be made into those uh, specific objective sih menurut gua Iya, tapi I mean like kayak dengan FaceTime opening up kayak gini, it actually lower the barriers kan to for people to join. Kayak sebelum ini kan, I think the last year kita selalu pakai Zoom because you just you can kirim link, everybody you don't need to sign up or whatever, yeah. and then you can you can pretty much join the meeting. Yep. Tapi sekarang with this then, uh, yeah, I think Apple is back in the business for 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 video calling and being like kayak meeting scheduler. Uh, ya yeah, buat gue sih this is quite a game changer ya maksudnya for me buat pakai FaceTime generally gue sih feelingnya gue lebih suka FaceTime somehow I feel like it's just more uh, easier to use gitu lebih lancar juga uh, I don't know about you guys kalian suka gak FaceTime? Uh, yang gue penasaran uh, is how FaceTime will be upgraded Kayak itu depends on the execution gitu loh Kayak FaceTime kan emang easy to use hmm. um, At the same time Tapi gue nggak jarang banget pakai FaceTime Karena most of people I meet with Misalnya nggak pakai Apple gitu hmm. uh, Ya yeah, kalau Justin gimana? Lu sering pakai FaceTime gak? Well FaceTime, oh ya yeah, itu Very limited buat orang-orang yang pakai Apple Again, agree Dan kayak yeah. Kayak The, uh, my whole family, the only person yang nggak pakai Apple adalah nyokap gua. So untuk uh, meeting ngobrol bareng keluarga, kita harus balik lagi ke WhatsApp, WhatsApp call. Currently they can accommodate eight people at one time. So hmm. oke, okay, I mean, go back to WhatsApp. Tapi WhatsApp juga, I don't think kayaknya lebih lancar daripada daripada Apple at the, at the current moment gitu ya. Kadang ada lag mm-hmm. lah sana sini. So I think kayaknya FaceTime dengan begini ya bakal open up to more inilah uh, potential potential market base. Iya, user base-nya pasti increase sih with this. Yeah. And and ini kan tying back to the point yang Andika tadi bilang pas pertama-tama that Apple is adjusting to the post pandemic life. Iya. Yeah. Di mana kayak you know meetings are so kayak common ya. Every every day gua meeting kayak waduh gila bisa 5 6 kali. Yo. Yeah. Uh, And if it's if my phone can do that uh, through FaceTime, nggak perlu install any additional app lagi, that that will be great for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, agree, agree, uh, agree. Which, yeah, 
that's for me. I think it's good. Terus apa yeah. lagi nih yang kemarin yang kemarin bikin wow? For me ya yeah, itu the the focus mode. Because again like kalau misalnya gua di rumah, so I've been working from home for I mean for for a long time. And kalau misalnya gua bisa change my phone into different kind of mode, jadi kayak work mode atau family mode, itu for me is going to be useful banget. Which I think this new feature gua pasti bakal utak-utik langsung sih when it's released. Okay, okay. Wah, gua setuju, gua setuju banget itu. Focus mode is a game changer for me. Yeah. Karena sekarang cuma ada normal mode sama do not disturb mode. Kalau do not disturb semua app jadi silent. But actually exactly. no, I want like family time, I want work time. Jadi kayak at different time I want different apps to be silenced. Hmm. Okay. Jadi kayak pas gua work kayak gua mau matiin tuh kayak notification dari e-commerce e-commerce. Yeah. Ya kan? Gua yeah. lagi gua lagi gua lagi kerja terus tiba-tiba wah Lazada 20% diskon ya. Aduh, ke-distract langsung. <laughs> Ya, yeah, jadi kayak gue mau oke okay, prioritas lah, pas work oke okay, only only WhatsApp maybe atau email and then begitu off work can I think it bisa di automate juga deh kayak you just say that oke okay, uh, pakai shortcut kan after 7 o'clock 7 pm langsung change to like family mode jadi kayak oke okay, then work work related stuff mungkin di jadiin uh, di mute notif notif onlyfans.com lu masuk semua ya Satu, nah, itu work, habis jam 11 uh, oh, <laughs> setelah istri lu tidurin ah, gosip kan nah kan nah oke okay. ini nih bahaya ini iya yeah, iya yeah, fokus mode di importer ya ah, nanti iya <laughs> terus apa lagi apa lagi yang yang keren gua rasa yang digital IC mereka di Apple Wallet uh, mereka bisa mm-hmm. store uh, punya apa tuh punya IC ya punya punya KTP driving license I think is a game changer juga especially buat US well kalau kita di Singapura kita udah udah agak udah agak uh, not not very foreign on it karena kita udah pakai apa SingPass apps ya udah yeah. udah pakai Trace Together I mean well The apps are owned by government, so obviously dengan kita pakai apps itu, walaupun hmm. convenient, tapi government punya access to everything, ya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know in the future, kayaknya kalau misalnya Apple allow this uh, to happen, kayaknya bagus juga. Apple hmm. will ini privacy, begitu kan? Uh, hmm. So it's good. Menurut it's good. Menurut gua ya, actually and. And correct me if I'm wrong ya. Kalau misalnya digital ID ini udah bisa, gue ngerasa gue nggak perlu bawa dompet lagi, men. Ya, gue sekarang semua udah cashless, so yes. gue nggak perlu cash di wallet. Yeah. Uh, credit card semua udah di Apple Wallet, yeah. right? Jadi gue nggak perlu bawa lagi bisa kayak pakai tap NFC gitu. Yeah. And kalau misalnya my driver's license lah, mungkin my my ID itu bisa diterima. I mean like it's on the phone. I I think I don't need to bring wallet again, right? What do you guys think? Uh, i- i- yes, I mean di Singapura udah kayak begitu, bay. <laughs> oh, gua doang ya. Lu berarti <laughs> lu yang ketinggalan, bay. <laughs> gua yang ketinggalan. Well, iya benar kita bayar pakai Apple Watch. Naik MRT yes. pakai Apple Watch. Uh, hmm. apalagi kita mau trace together uh, ya pakai HP gitu ya. Pakai iPhone. Pakai iPhone. Yeah. Keluar uh, ini. Terus apa lagi? Uh, lu kalau mau driving license, uh, driving license sudah ada di Sing uh, Sing Pass apps. Oh. udah ada udah ada QR code so 
very ini sih yang maksudnya benar udah nggak perlu duit lagi eh udah nggak perlu duit duit gue perlu <laughs> duit perlu sih <laughs> dompet dompetnya gue dompetnya udah gak perlu <laughs> dompet iya well yeah exactly I think that's that's another step kayak towards that direction ya jadi kayak mungkin uh, with this then everything beneran ties in together semuanya di your your smartphone jadinya iya 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 udah tuh itu juga highlight artinya US government percaya hmm. Apple punya platform tuh nggak dipakai buat nggak bikin fake ID kan jadi government US tuh percaya oh, kalau misalnya hmm. dari this iPhone we can trust is a real genuine ID at the same time the user juga trust Apple kalau misalnya I put my ID there is not gonna be leaked out ya yeah. jadi it's the level of trust in Apple is quite amazing from both sides users and government yeah hmm. yep yep but I, yeah, yeah. I, very high. I, now you are, you are saying about that, and now gua start to think, apakah ini possible untuk diimplement di Indonesia, uh, seperti ini ya, move-nya udah oke okay di IKTP, tapi kalau misalnya uh, a country bisa mulai digitalize their, kayak oke okay lah, yang paling gampang IC, kayaknya bener mm-hmm. sih, Le- level of trust-nya udah super high. Iya. Dan lu nggak bisa fake lo kayak oke okay, gue nggak gue bikin paspor baru misalnya double citizenship hmm. gitu kan yang yang di sini nggak boleh dan lu nggak bisa fake hmm. itulah semua. Nggak bisa ditembak lagi dong sim. Iya nggak bisa tembak. <laughs> nggak bisa tembak. Iya <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. that's one. Terus apa lagi nih? Yes. And I think the last one yang gue mau uh, discuss maybe about the health. Because kita juga, I mean like, okay, like to tie in like this post-pandemic life, gue ngerasa kayak mereka update the health app-nya juga. It's, it's, it's much more useful ya, gue bilang. Uh, it, it ties in a lot of function and mereka selalu introduce new function every time. Every release kayaknya mereka kayak, oh, oh kayaknya tahun lalu they introduce like the oxygen level in the blood, ya kan? Yeah. Habis itu this year mereka kayak introduce lagi oh you can detect your walking stability. Uh, I think I think Apple Watch is becoming very very complete ya feature-nya. Very very uh, apa? Uh, thorough gitu. Yeah. Every single thing di record. Ya yeah, dan itu juga salah satu kayaknya mereka try to decentralize healthcare juga sih. Uh, jadi lu kalau misalnya mau kayak cek Oke okay, sekarang udah bisa apa blood pressure, udah bisa mm. oksigen, uh, heartbeat gitu ya. Oh sorry, mm-hmm. blood pressure kayaknya belum bisa. I think in the future kayaknya bakal bisa sih. Ba- yeah, is- heartbeat, heartbeat uh, itunya apa konsistensi. Iya, yeah, jadi lu nggak perlu repot-repot ke rumah sakit ke klinik buat to get it checked. Jadi lu di rumah convenient. Ini kalau misalnya ada masalah, lu baru ke rumah sakit gitu for further treatment. Iya, yeah. at least you get that in- initial indicator kan. Iya, yeah, iya. Yeah. Dan It's good sih. Dia ada family sharing juga. Itu yang kayak menurut gua keren sih. Lu kalau misalnya udah udah keluar dari rumah, lu tinggal cek misalnya your your dad, your mom was the the, the vital uh, apa? indicators-nya gitu loh. Iya, mungkin kalau misalnya ini jadi lu nggak perlu datang tiap hari lihat tapi lu bisa hmm. bisa monitor langsung dari your device dan iya. and especially kan sekarang you know gara-gara pandemi gini kan agak susah mau visit parents lah kadang-kadang kita you know overseas kita nggak bisa pulang bebas jadi having that family sharing option 
kita bisa monitor our parents atau our grandparents health uh, you know remotely that's that's really good buat kita jadi punya kayak you know peace of mind yeah. so it's 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 certainly kayak a feature yang mungkin make sense sekarang but maybe two years ago mungkin orang didn't think that this was the priority yeah. but right now it becomes like very important yo, yo, dan iya kayak beneran deh kayak uh, tadi yang point lu bilang ini family misalkan ya uh, kalau lu mau beliin gift buat uh, your family for example or even mm. your, your close friends yang paling gampang yes. ya Apple product gitu loh Yeah, Father's Day minggu depan loh. Father's Day minggu depan beliin Apple Watch gitu buat your dad gitu ya. <laughs> Wah itu endorse banget. <laughs> ya. <laughs> Klik linknya guys. <laughs> Biar saham Apple naik guys. It's been stagnant since forever. Ini di- disclaimer kita semua invest ya di Apple ya. Ayo. <laughs> Yo i. Jadi ya maksudnya lebih inilah. kayak lebih dependence dependency ke certain product which is Apple product makin tinggi. Oke, okay. yep. bahaya uh, they monopolize everything tapi they really hit directly all the spot. Yeah, all the spot yang yang lu perlukan gitu. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to kayak the 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 highlight sih buat the WWDC. I think it's how iPad becoming more and more important uh, product yang, yang Apple is trying to push to the market. Yeah. What do you think nih Andika about iPad? I know you have I know you have strong feelings towards iPad. iPad. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, iPad is uh, the most exciting thing that happened to iPad this year. Itu sekarang iPad jadi lebih berguna buat programmer karena dengan hmm. Dengan iPad, dengan app yang namanya Swift Playgrounds, kita bisa mm-hmm. bikin aplikasi iOS dengan iPad. Udah tuh kita bisa upload juga karya aplikasi kita ke App Store. Jadi iPad Lang- ini langsung tadinya... Langsung di... Langsung lu di iPad gitu bisa tap-tap-tap-tap? Bisa. Jadi pakai Swift dan Swift UI, kita bisa bikin aplikasi pakai iPad, langsung preview. Di sebelah kanan ada mini window gitu. Bisa main-main. Pakai app, bikin app. Ya betul, pakai app bikin app itu yang sangat Be. cantik. Jadi tinggal pencet button upload to App Store dan Apple handles the rest. Um, dan kayak gitu maksudnya kayak it's is it difficult buat kayak orang-orang kayak kita yang enggak terlalu uh, good at programming bisa? Uh, bisa kalau misalnya Apple actually has been very active in making programming approachable. Hmm. Jadi dengan aplikasi Swift Playgrounds ini, as the name suggests, it's a playground for you to explore. And hmm. then mereka kasih beberapa programming game challenges yang free and then you are supposed to solve a maze. And actually hmm. my wife has done and completed the course. Oh, hey. she never programmed before. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's approachable and after that, after you can finish the challenge, you can take it one step further and make your own app. which actually is not as hard as solving the puzzles itself i think wow yeah. okay okay so Jadi i kita enggak perlu macbook lagi technically untuk bikin ios app so apakah move apple adalah 
Apple will make iPad more powerful than ever before dan mereka bakal di generate MacBook in the future. Apakah ada sense of direction ke sana? Oke, okay, menurut gua iPad has been very strong in media professionals kayak video, audio editing. It has been preferable compared to Mac probably since many years ago. Tapi hmm. for programmers and people who generally type a lot, MacBook is still the stronghold. Oh. Tapi dengan this change, kayak iPad bisa bikin iOS app, tadinya kan nggak bisa sama sekali. Hmm. Programmer jadi mulai bisa uh, self-sufficient cuma dengan punya iPad. Yeah. Uh, mulai, baru mulai. Ini kayak, is this just the beginning? Kalau misalnya lu tanya gua, if I can choose one device, Ya, yeah, I still need a MacBook, tapi maybe in the future, maybe five, six years, maybe I can, I prefer iPad karena I can actually make app, udah tuh gue bisa kayak touch, it's a touch screen, I can just play around with it, and it's more natural. Gitu. Regarding yeah. processing power, iPad Pro yang baru udah pakai prosesor M1, it's the same as MacBook Pro, 13 inch, and hmm. those M1 is actually faster than the Intel Macs. Wow. Iya yeah, makanya kayak so every year ya yang gue selalu uh, take note tuh ya every year pas tiap ada improvement to iPad it's just iPad unlocking new features new features new features gitu dari iPad sebuah kayak it's like it's just a tablet yang mungkin buat lo nonton something then it becomes oh lo sekarang punya pencil then you can you can draw on it you can become the, the touch screen is so sensitive then abis itu oh you can run this program oh now you have the camera oh now you have the lidar sensor And now, oh, you have the ability to code. Jadi every single year, that that engine becomes more powerful and more powerful. Jadi kayak it's like converging towards kayak a, a laptop gitu. So itu yang gua kayak very excited sih. Why why I follow so much closely? Kayak karena uh, why iPad becomes my my device to pick ya as as one of the most productive tool available in the market now. Yeah, I agree with you about. It being a productive tool, I think app iPad is really being marketed as a creation device for creatives. Ya, ya, ya. Dan juga kayak misalnya uh, sekarang, oke, okay, j- jadi dari sana gue tiba-tiba kayak kepikiran ada uh, two two distinct ini differences. Misalkan kayak creation uh, tablet, uh, creation device kayak lu hmm. uh, iPad sekarang. Terus lu iPhone, I think itu yang bakal jadi portable ininya divisionnya Apple begitu. Lalu menurut gua kayak lu sekarang lihat dan mereka akan terus mengembangkan itu. Tapi kalau lu lihat kayak misalnya iMac, uh, MacBook Pro, gua hmm. merasa udah mulai ada stagnation di sana. Kecuali hmm. di desain, di uh, the, the product design itself. Hmm. So kayak hmm. iMac yang terakhir begitu, lebih tipis lah, tambahin warna inilah, tambahin warna itulah, just to make it like look more uh, beautiful in, in that sense. Tapi hmm. kayaknya secara functionality atau uh, kayak usability-nya, kayaknya mereka bakal terus ngepush iPhone dan iPad sih in the future. Apalagi di post pandemic life ya. Yang tadi kita udah, the global theme of, of this uh, conversation, kayak post-pandemic life, iPad akan semakin powerful, orang yeah. bisa bawa-bawa tablet itu keluar, uh, they can work everywhere, anywhere, tapi mereka nggak akan kehilangan uh, 
itunya uh, specs dari MacBook itu sendiri makanya kayak iPad ditambahin di boost terus oleh new functionalities. Iya. Yeah. Jadi I think it will be like the mass market punya produk ya. For for those people who 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 wants to be productive tapi lu nggak perlu you know like the the big the big screen, the big MacBook kayak on your desk gitu. Uh, I I would say iPad would be the 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 choice. Iya, dan MacBook lu gua nggak ngerti kenapa MacBook sampai sekarang nggak nggak keluarin touchscreen uh, ya, yeah, touchscreen function uh. functions. I don't know. Dell yang lain kan udah bisa tuh lu hmm. tap 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 tap. MacBook Pro or MacBook Air belum ada. Um, gua aneh. <laughs> I think Ayo. like from Apple's perspective like it just Okay, number one, they they are have been publicly saying that user interface-nya Mac itu not suitable for touching karena kan pakai mouse kan jauh lebih precise kita tombol-tombol itu kecil. Kalau di iOS tombolnya itu gede, ada certain size misalnya minimum 40 pixel gitu. Ada app guidelines-nya. Kalau misalnya terlalu kecil, Apple can reject your app from App Store. So, all the apps in iOS adhere to certain design guidelines sedangkan kalau di Mac not really. Mm-hmm. Kayak oh. karena pakai mouse dan keyboard, mereka bisa afford ikonnya lebih kecil tapi can fit more items on the screen. Ya. Yeah. Itu kayak mungkin kalau misalnya pakai MacBook sentuh-sentuh ya agak pegel aja gitu kayak tangannya mesti ngangkat terus dari keyboard. Mm. Okay. That's what Apple says. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Ya, yeah. okay. So basically, those are the highlights yang yang uh, you know caught up in a, in in this discussion. Kayaknya kita agree kalau misalnya Apple successfully at least step ahead of this game, the the, the yeah. post pandemic game. More ahead. <laughs> yeah, dan kita masih belum lihat uh, this kind of steps di. Uh, di tetangga ya si tetangga uh, si Android dan itu kita belum yeah. sih but I think the approach is also different I think approachnya si Apple you know it's 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 all the strategy I think it's already comes from many years ago the directions that they already created mereka cuma mungkin accelerated because of this pandemic uh, uh, pandemic jadi mereka beneran langsung ngegas Oh, uh, working from home is going to be the the next big thing. So mereka everything from FaceTime tadi kita ngomong focus mode, digital ID, health sharing, iPad, everything is towards that kind of uh, life di mana kayak kita bisa work from anywhere. We have we have uh, a clear line between work and play, work and family. Uh, and I think. Apple capitalize the opportunity banget sih. Yeah, mereka udah punya platform, mereka udah punya ya yeah, basically mereka udah punya all the bullets terus kayak yeah. sekarang tinggal di shoot aja. And and it all integrate so well. I mean like pas I mean uh, one thing kayak okay update about the FaceTime or the focus mode, everything is applied to all the platform. Okay, focus mode when you change it in your phone, your iPad, your MacBook, everything will follow the same mode. Yo itu sih. So it it all works so well together. Ya itulah Apple-nya punya strength. And yeah. Well, we are paying for that as well. <laughs> no, jadi <laughs> Well, yeah. Can't okay. argue with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you Dika for your time. Oh, yes. 
uh, whenever we want to talk about Apple, I think yeah, you are the, you are the you are the guy. Yeah, yeah. Or anything related to tech, or more. <laughs> yeah, thanks for inviting me. Excited to talk again when Apple have the next big event. Well, yes. yeah, the, the, the uh, Apple event September October. Oh. Yep, September October will be quite crazy, right? Yeah, and let's see. You will be there again in our yeah. in our podcast. Yay! Okay. All right, guys. Thank you, and have a good week ahead. Don't try it with a little help from bite, friends.